Hello, I'm Sophie Aldred, and you're listening to Doctor Who's Line Is It? Anyway, where everything's made up and neither script nor canon matters. Hurrah! listeners <laughs> welcome back to doctor whose line is it anyway um we're having another chat today because well can't really do anything else can we at the moment in these troubled times but we're here to entertain and amuse you as much as we can so this was uh this was a conversation that we were having after one of our recording sessions recently finished it goes on for about half an hour it's quite a, a jolly little thing mostly Doctor Who based so we thought we'd uh, we'd stick it in for you so here it is it goes straight into it so it's myself Randy Sue Robin and Darren as per usual chatting away and here we go I used to audio record all the story in the days before video so I started in 1974 actually taking audio recordings of stories the first one I ever did was Robot episode one Oh, wow. um, and um, yeah. I didn't have very many, very many, because obviously it was all on cassette. I didn't have very many cassettes. So once I I exhausted the amount of cassettes that I had, then I would record over, <laughs> much like the BBC, record over the uh, the episodes that I already had in existence. And and then I stopped doing it for a while, and then I started doing it again. I basically had everything from Nightmare of Eden, I think onwards and uh most of season 14 um and some of season 17 and then everything from season 18 onwards i had uh, i had audio recorded and i used to listen to these over and over and over again and yeah you you know obviously if you've if you've seen the episode originally then then that's a obviously a big help because you can you can remember you know the the audio acts as a as a visual prompt to what happened um but once you're once you've got it in your head as to what happened then then listening to it is quite straightforward it's in it's a bit like when we do our episodes i wasn't quite so fastidious as that but i did used to record them and i have actually still got my original off-air recording of black orchid wow oh i love that I, I, I um Starsky and Hutch and all the I used to record anybody that I anything that I could Starsky and Hutch, uh, Star Trek, Doctor Who, you name it. I would take my little tape recorder and sit there and record it. I recorded the uh, the episode of Dallas where Jr. got shot on audio. <laughs> do you still have that. that? Um, I think I do somewhere. Yeah, I think the I weirdest, do. The weirdest thing I ever recorded. I actually recorded an episode of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna have to turn on audio because all I ever recorded was music off the radio. We had um, we had a series here, and Darren will undoubtedly remember this because he's of the right age. But it was Glynis Barber in Jane. Ah, uh, yeah, mm. that, yeah. That it was the old the old comic strip 
Jane, and then they 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 did a like a cartoony version of it, which was literally with the 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 comic strip frames in it, but with the live action going on over the top of it. And Jane was this sort of saucy heroine whose clothes kept falling off. And as uh, Glynis Barber was eminently uh, watchable with her clothes off, I decided I'd audio record it for obvious reasons so that I could listen to the smut going on. (laughs) Oh, God. And this is where her clothes come off. (laughs) But yes, it was all all very sort of Peter Skellen type. I don't don't know if that won't mean anything to, to you guys, but it probably will to Darren. Peter Skellen, I think, did the music. All a bit sort of Noel Cowardish. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And so, and I recorded those for for some reason. You know, they were they were all right, but they were nothing spectacular. But I didn't I didn't record many things. I didn't audio record many things. But Doctor Who, I, I was you know quite sort of religious about recording, and and obviously it wasn't that many years after I started doing it sort of full time that that we we got access to a video recorder so the first story that i video recorded was arc of infinity but they did reshow actually i tell a lie it wasn't because they did reshow from the previous season they reshowed kinder and the visitation so oh, i did God. yeah i did have kinder and the visitation videotaped so those are the first stories that i actually I actually videoed and then held on to those, and I do have all the old recordings that I recorded on beta, and then edited mm. edited as as when they came up live, edited them, edited them into omnibus form, format because I mm. used to do that with the audio stuff, basically so that you could fit two episodes on the side of one tape. So I did this so that you could fit more more stories onto a videotape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I then transferred them onto VHS. And then bought the VHS tapes, and then bought the bought the DVDs, and I'm now buying the Blu-rays. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, wow. and I, you know, and I, I still have all of it. <laughs> that's a that's a huge thing I have to do. I really want to get a Blu-ray player. We don't have a Blu-ray player, and I'd like to get a Blu-ray player to be able to play the mainly for this new box set that's coming out. Yeah. Sylvester's um, box set because of all the stuff with Sophie and all the all the yeah. extras and everything. That's a fabulous box set, the um, season twenty-six. Yeah, I've, I've, I've ordered it now. Um, they've announced. Did you did you get season twelve when it came out, Darren? Yes. Yeah. You did. Yeah, because they've now announced um, it's the beginning of March. They're reissuing it. So my my copy has now been ordered. So those people who forked out four hundred quid for it, if they just waited a little bit longer, they could have got it for forty quid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, I, I bought that uh, uh, as soon I, as it came out because I wanted um, mm. Genesis of the Daleks in five point one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I um, we were the the news came out on the Doctor Who news page uh, yesterday. Yesterday, I think it was about uh, about this coming out. That uh, we we'd known that it would been coming out before because somebody had mentioned it um, at a convention that they were going to reissue it, but uh, they didn't have a date. And uh, then it's the, the date has come out for that, as is the, today the date's come out for the release of the Faceless Ones as well. Yes, but, um, yeah, so I thought, oh, right, OK, so I'll get this one. And I hadn't ordered season 26 as yet because I was wondering if I was going to get it for a Christmas present or a late Christmas present. And clearly that, that wasn't happening. So I thought, right, well, I'll, will I order it now? I don't know. I'll just I'll just look and see how all the other ones are doing. 
<laughs> yeah. Season 18, season 19, season 10, uh, 180 quid. Whoa. And season 23, Colin Baker, and even that is, is £80. It's twice the normal, the, the, the recommended retail price because they've sold out of them and the only ones you can buy now are the you know people who are selling it on or people who bought multiple copies to um to sell on in the first place so oh i thought God. i thought I, must right. admit, I am i am tempted to buy another copy of season 12 and flog it on in a couple of years yeah i mean the thing is because it's the second issue of season 12 then i think potentially you won't have that many people left to to to, to flog it to but yeah, it's bizarre that all of these, every single one of them, is is now more than the asking price. And yet with the DVDs, you know, you you wait six months or whatever, and they come right down in price. Yeah, but Blu-rays, uh, uh-uh. and it it's perplexing to me because the BBC must be aware of the fact that these things are selling for. Well, they obviously they are because they're reissuing season twelve. But if you know that. There are therefore X hundred, X thousand people out there who still want to buy this. Why not just make more of them in the first place so that they get the money for it? Because once, once they've sold all their normal copies at their normal price, that's when the people are reselling them for the ridiculous, ridiculous prices. Yeah, and the BBC aren't seeing any of that. And they're not seeing any of it. They're, they're seeing no. the amount that, you know, they're... Unless they've thought, right, well, this is how much we need to make from this, so we'll make this many of them, and if this sells, then that's great, we're happy with that. And it just it's bizarre that they're not actually taking advantage of the fact that they could produce, even just if they produced another 250 or 500 copies of each one, they're pretty much guaranteed to sell them out, because I'm damn oh, sure, damn sure that there's at least 500 people who didn't get they, copies. They sold out on Amazon almost, what, within a few hours? Yeah. Yeah, it went ridiculously quickly. I know the the very first one they were very much caught by surprise with. And I think mm. as a result of that, they probably did increase the amount that they were producing for the subsequent ones. But they need to look at the market as it's going on at the moment and, and realise that they can actually produce produce more and they're still going to make money on them. Yeah. Miles, hold on just a second. Randy, I'm running to McDonald's. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. No, keep going, I, doubt, I doubt you're keep running going, anyway, Sue. <laughs> I'm driving, actually. But, yeah. you know, you know, it blows Oops, me away. Pick me because... up a Big Mac and a large fries and a chocolate shake. <laughs> uh, got it. It blows me away <laughs> over the, 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 the prices. Exactly what you're saying. There is no reason why you can't make enough copies. You're the BBC, for God's sakes. Make enough copies that people are purchasing things from you or purchasing things from whoever, but not going out in the secondary market and paying twice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I we've had we've had that. this before with the character option stuff, you know that mm-hmm. um, that they never seem to produce enough of, um, for certain certain sets anyway, and there are always people sort of clamouring for these. We've had it with the uh, the Eagle Moss figures. We've had it with the complete history, as well, where they just don't seem to produce enough copies yeah. of even if it's only by a few hundred they just don't seem to produce enough of it to go around and i can understand that, yeah do you not remember that that was a part works thing that um it came out it was every oh, yeah yeah every two weeks it was like 10 quid a go and it would cover 
two, three, four stories. Yeah, and I remember. They went right the way through. And I said to myself when that came out, I thought, hang on a minute. If they're doing this and they're talking about like 80 issues and it's 10 quid a throw, that's 800 quid's worth. Uh, I'm not going down that route. I um, didn't bother with it. Yeah. There's two that I don't have. Wow. Okay, right. so I'm going to ask, being being stupid of of the money, because I do use a translator whenever I have to translate money back and forth. Is quid the same as a pound? Yes, yes, a quid, a okay. quid is a pound. Yeah. So and you know, eight hundred pounds for yeah. holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Because your your money is more than ours, and I'm I'm sitting here thinking, oh my god, that translates almost. At one point, it was like double what our dollar yeah. was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those days have gone past. But you're still mm-hmm. talking about probably the thick end of a thousand dollars. Oh my god! Oh my but god! In total, this is spread over because these things came out every couple of weeks. So you know, you're talking about twenty six a year. So it's taken four years to oh. uh, to come up with uh, you know three and a half years to come up with the the, the entire amount so it's it's spread out but it's like the um, still the eagle moss figures are very much the same you know they this was going on at the same time every every two or three weeks they come out with one of these and it's a little sort of four or five or three three and a half to four and a half inch figure set in a pose on the stand with a, an accompanying magazine with information about the, the the figure or the episode that it came from and a few other bits and bobs in there as well and they've done all the doctors, they've done multiple Daleks, multiple Cybermen, they've got old and new Zygons, they've got old and new Davros, they've got Rassilon, they've got several Masters, they've started doing companion sets now, they've got a TARDIS console, they've done a Wirren, they've done a Sensorite, they've done a Quark, they've done, they've done a Monoid, they've done so much stuff, and it's still ongoing, and because there's so much to choose from. Uh, and this is going right the way back from, you know, the Hartnell stuff, as I've said. They've done, like, um, shortly after it came out, they did the Smile Robot. Smile Robot. They did the Veil. Um, they've done Tim Shaw. They've done the Kablam Man. They've, they've, all of these little figures have come out. And they're they're very good. They're very, you know, it's a nice thing to have. Some of them are, are particularly well done. But you get to the point with them that you think, oh, dear God, I cannot, I just cannot go for all of this. And, you know, much as I'm a completist with these things, there are things that I I literally, I haven't gone down the route of going for. I didn't bother getting the space pig. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just so... The Tritivores, I haven't bothered with those, you know, a lot of the new series stuff and some of the old series stuff, I've, I've just thought, I don't need this. But then there's other stuff that you look at and you just think, oh, that's glorious. That's See, glorious. I have a couple of the little, not not what you're talking about. I have like those little pop figures. I just have two. Oh, yeah. One Jenny sent yeah, me and Funko one Pops. Randy bought me. <laughs> but, oh, my God, the amount of money that my friends pay for those little bobblehead dolls. Not yeah. bobblehead, but large head Fun- dolls. Yeah, the Funko Pops. Yeah. The Funko Pops. I cannot. And yeah. the mini Funko Pops. It's just unbelievable. We were we were at a convention. We were actually guests at a convention, and the Funko Pop booth was right next to us. And I thought my my director was going to go. My producer director was going to go nuts. She was just like, "Yes!" Oh! And she was buying all the Doctor Who. She was going across the entire fandom. 
And I thought, yeah, oh, why didn't I come up with this? Why didn't I come up with this? Look at these dowels. They're so easy to make. It's the same head. Very. The painting is reminiscent. It isn't exact. Mm. Same eyes. It's cartoonish, isn't it? That's the thing. It's, it's cartoonish. Yeah. You know? Jody so is got... adorable, but there's like 20 different versions of Jody, and it's like, uh, yeah. thank you, Randy, for buying me the one. I'm staying with the one. Just the, the one. Um, I, the I thing, the thing about, about any of this is that, you know, being somebody that grew up in the 70s and the 80s when there was next to nothing out there, you know, you'd get you'd get the books you would get, uh, you started to get some reference books coming out. Obviously, you had the magazine. And as time went on, obviously, you got the uh, the videos and the DVDs come out. But you, there was there was nothing. You, there was, in the days when you had all these Star Wars figures and things come out, there was nothing Doctor Who yes. based at all like that. You, you know, you, you had certain to- toys, you had games and things that came out every now and again. But it was it was very thin on the ground so something came out you thought oh great i'll have that and you bought it almost irrespective in regardless of whether you whether you actually liked it because it was the one thing you could get that was a doctor who related piece of merchandise mm-hmm. and to a degree <clears throat> that that mentality has has kept going through the years because you know when the show came back it was like oh look there's figures. Oh look, yes. there's books. Oh look, there's oh, got to get that, got to get that, got to get that. And you know, I've got stuff. I've got books that I've never read. I've got characters, uh, figures in in boxes that I've never taken out and put on the shelf. You know, I mean, I started buying started buying the Sonic screwdrivers, and I bought they they did a bloody a twelve inch Eccleston figure as well, and a twelve inch Ood. And I bought those, and I was like, "Well, you're never going to buy a bunch of 12-inch figures. Why? Why are you doing this? It's like, because it's there and it's new, and I've never had it. It's Doctor Who, and I, oh, I need to get this." <laughs> See, oh, you know, it's hilarious. You, I, ha- I, I have a bunch of the Big Chief Studios 12-inch. Oh, they're they're lovely, but my yeah, God, they they're are. expensive. Oh. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. See, well, that, what's that? Three hundred fifty dollars over there. It, yeah, up, they're like two hundred and fifty to three hundred over yeah. here. Oh my yeah. god! And, and I've said the when the eight when they announced the sale of the eighth Doctor two and a half years ago, I started putting away like ten dollars a month, and I yeah. was finally able to save up enough to get it. Yeah. Oh, well, this is this is this is kind of kind of yeah, what I was got happening. The, I found the, uh, the War Doctor. I couldn't afford him when he came out at all, so I found him on eBay, actually for I think 160. So you know, here's my here's the extent of my collection. I've got those two those two little guys, and then when we went to the TARDIS the last time, they had because because robbery is so prevalent around here as far as People grabbing purses of the disabled people grabbing this of the disabled people grabbing that. You wear stuff on you. And I have a little bag, a little TARDIS bag that truly is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. <laughs> and I carry, It truly is. And I carry that bag everywhere. And I have people going, oh, I know that show. And it's it's cute because people, you know, I'll wear, I carry it to church. I don't care because of the fact that I've had crazy crap happen. I've 
that's what the bag that I carry that's on well, I my have body. A I have funny. a friend who um, is an artist. He's at, based out of Georgia. And his name is Dimitri Paints Walker. And he does fan art. He does a lot of mashups and stuff. And he does a lot of Doctor Who. But one of the things that he started doing is making messenger bags. And he hand sews, hand sews messenger bags and he does prints of his paintings on these messenger bags. And he's Would you please beautiful send me that? Ones. Sure. Like a link I'll send to you a link to because... him. I mean, I'm looking at a painting that I just bought for Logan. Baby Yoda sleep taking a nap with a kitten. Oh, It's fucking cute. Oh, but he's really cool because he does original paintings. All his work is original paintings, but he also does prints, um, you know, like five by seven, eight, you know, 11 by 14 prints that are affordable of his painting. So if you can't afford a three or four hundred dollar painting, you could probably afford a twenty dollar print. Right. So and the messenger bag would be what I'd be interested in. Oh, yeah. And he does. He does amazing stuff. If you I like do have a question. Pictures, sure. Yeah. Is there any place that you could get Sophie's book signed yeah. right now? Oh. That you guys in England would know. You can get it signed anywhere. Getting it signed by Sophie is a different matter. That's what I mean. Is is there is there a place that does Sophie have a site that she sells from other than Amazon in England? Hmm. Because we can't get it here. Would you like me to ask um, her? Yeah. I think I think I asked Deb Waters about it because I think she's going to be out of signing. But if you if you run into her, um, I wouldn't I'll, I wouldn't I'll, I won't run into her, but I can I can ask her. You know what, Miles? Hold off for a second because I know that Deb's going to see her. Yeah. So I'll ask I'll have Deb ask her, and if Deb forgets and says, "Oh shoot, I forgot," then I'll have you do it because I don't want to contact her and say, "He's because I don't want her to think I'm asking her for a book. Well, I no. I mean, what I what I would what I would ask her would be if somebody were to send her a book with the packaging and the postage to return it to you, then would she sign it? And I'm sure in that okay. instance that she would she would do that. The other alternative, of course, is to um is to is to wait till she comes back over to the states, which I'm sure she will at some point. You know, yeah, and catch and catch I, her when she goes to um. Like the TARDIS or something. To Chicago TARDIS, yeah, which, which you know, is entirely possible, particularly, you know, with, with the recent stuff that she's done with the with the book and the season, season 26 coming out and what have you. Do you think, oh God, I hope she comes back. She didn't, wasn't here last year, and I know Sylvester, Sylvester was here last year, so I'm hoping it's Sophie this year. Sophie yeah. and uh, Andrew. Because Andrew just got a book done too, and he could bring his children's book over for it'd be right at Christmas. It'd be perfect for both of them. I had to, I had to laugh listening to you say that. Um, I I re-listened when I was out in the van a few weeks back to um, Urge of the Suction, which of course Andrew Cartmel did the um, the introduction, not just the introduction, but he did the the proper episode introduction as well yeah um which obviously involved me sending him a little script but um but he, he sort of stops halfway through it and goes hi sue hi randy <laughs> <laughs> well his this book that he's writing 
if is this children's book he's writing and the illustrator is amazing. So if you get a chance, I don't know when, I don't know how fast it would come out or if it would come out for this Christmas or next Christmas, but boy, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping both Sophie and Andrew end up over at, um, at the TARDIS so that we could get the books because it, the book he's writing is adorable. Yeah, I think there's a there's a very good chance, you know, if not this year, then next year, then then the yeah. pair of the one or the pair of them will be along because they do seem to seem to turn up to these things, you know, semi regularly. See, you guys are very very lucky because, and, and this sounds really funny. I don't really watch a lot of. I watch Me TV, which is the old Cozy TV, which is the old TV, and I watch BBC and I watch more more British shows that I watch American shows. And so you guys are very, very lucky that you have access to them. Whereas well, here, we, we see them periodically, but it's the country is so large that it's, it's very difficult to get from one place to the yeah. other unless you fly. Bizarrely, going back, um, unless you went to the Panopticon convention that turned up, uh, that, that happened, the, the Dwas convention that they did, um, unless you went to that one you your best chance of seeing any of these people was either by bumping into them on the street if you happen to live where they lived or or seeing them at the theater uh, uh, or you know something like that because they well, all seem they all seem to, to me. they all seem to flit across to america every all the time to do all the conventions over there because the money that they got paid was a lot better going to america well, they did. They, do you remember really? they did? They they did these cruises. They did yeah, Doctor the Who cruises. cruises. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cruises. There's yeah. a cruise that's being advertised on um, uh, on Facebook that I've seen in, in amongst the little games that I play that, that that's come up. There's two. Um, there's two different ones. There's um, there's an '80s pop group one that you can go on, uh, which is a cruise around the Caribbean where the various different sort of 80s pop stars turn up and there's a musicals one and the musicals one features john barrowman and bonnie langford oh my god that <gasps> oh, would be that hilarious would be so fun. oh my god john would be crazy just to be on a boat with john barrowman holy shit <laughs> and and bonnie i mean you would have phantom of the opera you would have all just you name it would be available to you with john and then and then bonnie i mean again fantastic yeah, what was she in recently over there? Because Deb went to see her. What was she in recently over there? Oh shoot, now I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. She was in EastEnders for a while, but uh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm... I mean, she's she's normally doing stuff on the, you know, like musicals and theater stuff. That's what so. I was thinking. That would be cool. Okay, so here's here's something funny. The sheriff pulled in and pulled up really close to my car because I'm stopped at McDonald's. I'm going to go through the drive-through. And they pulled up close to my car and they were staring at me. And I thought, oh, my God, what the hell did I do? The sheriff department is coming in. And that's why I said, guys, the sheriffs are coming over here. Well, they didn't get out of the car. The woman picks up a bag, opens up the food and starts eating. (laughs) 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 They're staring at me because I was staring at them. And then they start eating. And I'm like, oh, they're here to eat. Okay. But the way they pulled up and angled their car, they angled their car at me. And I'm like. What the hell did I do? What am I doing? And that, it's because they're eating. They turn the lights on and both of them are just like... Rah, rah, rah. Okay. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, I'm going to end up in handcuffs. 
No. <laughs> if you hear me order, I'm placing an order, okay? So forgive me yeah, for ordering well, while. I am, gonna... Um, I'm going to head to bed um, in oh, a second because we were, that's me, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. We were going about half an hour ago and it was my own fault because we were talking about audio recordings and <laughs> you should have gotten my stuff by now i should have once... my files actually yeah great cheers i'm gonna uh, need likewise. some probably gonna yeah. need to I, this is this is this is a long Biden. one because the, the skype call is running at two hours and six minutes currently but Whoa. um but the episode itself was was not as long as that but um, with the amount that we've been chatting afterwards, potentially um, we've got another in conversation with for, <laughs> for further down the oh, line. No, no, just... don't, don't throw any of that in there, please. Oh, don't, don't, don't worry. The stuff with you being asleep is actually in the episode. We can't really <laughs> avoid it. Um, yeah, but it's there's, several the... point, there's several parts of it where Darren Jelly, wake up, you lazy sock. <laughs> <laughs> Are you seriously yelling at me there? Yeah, the thing is, that the conversation was that thrilling that, that you had no chance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't the episode, it was the conversation, so. Hold on a second, guys, I'm going to say something. Hi, I'm Linda Johnson, how may I help you? Three large diet cokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, thank you. I'm, I'm also going to say something. Good night. Good night, Miles. Keep going, keep going, by all means, but yeah, I'm, I'm bailing. So, <laughs> good night all. I'm away to I'm away to so. Good night, guys. Good night all. Good night. Good night, good night, good night, good night Darren. Night. It was fun talking with y'all. Andrew, I'm I'm bye. Let you go. Good night. So there you go, listeners. That was our little conversation and Sue ordering some takeaway from McDonald's. Can't do that now, can you? No. Anyway. Um, that's it for us for this week. We hope to be back with you in the next week or so with something else. I uh, don't know quite what yet, but we're going to do our best to keep uh, keep going through these troubled times. Hope everyone out there is safe. Stay safe. Stay away from people if you can. Uh, and let's get shot of this atrocious virus that's uh, decimating the planet at the moment. We can do it if we all if we all work together. We can beat this bloody thing. So uh, that's it. That's it from me. Um, see you soon. Hopefully. Cheers. Bye bye. If you'd like to get involved with Doctor Who's line is in any way, there's many different ways that you can do so. Obviously, we're always looking for cast members. So if you just fancy having a go, having a go at a bit of improv, the more people we can get involved, the better the chance of actually recording something and therefore producing new episodes for you to listen to. Uh, so you can reach us through Twitter, through Facebook, any one of us you can speak to, myself, Kat, Suki, Robin, Sue, any one of us. Just let, let us know that you're interested and we'll get you in, on board and you can have a go. You can also, if you like, try your hand a bit of editing. My new job is taking up a lot of my time and therefore I'm not getting much of an opportunity to do much editing and I can't do much at the moment anyway because all the files are in the ether. But if we produce new stuff, 
it would be nice if somebody else would like to have a go at that so you can do that obviously if you fancy producing sound effects music ideas for plots ideas for uh, characters anything like that we'd be more than grateful to receive them and we'll instigate anything that we can for you and of course it always helps to uh, boost our, our ratings boost our public profile if we can get likes and comments on things like iTunes so if you've listened to the podcast and you like what you hear just stick a few stars on it for us just write a little review it would be very much appreciated and if it gets us out there more people hear us more people might be interested in joining in we might get more cast as a result of that keeps the podcast going so any assistance you can give us in that direction would be very much appreciated and as mentioned previously we will be back in a couple of weeks with our next episode so until then cheerio from all of us here on bbc one a very good night good night